Hey, what's up? This is JM, host of the Celebrity Grill podcast on iTunes, and you're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Network. All barbecue and grilling, all the time. So to get that perfect barbecue, you use wood. Are you sure it's safe? Whatever. We put the lighter fluid on, strike the match, and... Should we call the fire department? That might be a good idea. Welcome to the Barbecue Central Show, the show where we talk about all things that are important in the world of barbecue. From big-name interviews with competitors on the barbecue circuit, grill manufacturers and pit makers, to advice on cooking brisket and ribs, you'll find it all right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Your host, Greg Rempe, is a backyard barbecue and grilling fanatic and loves to talk about his passion, which many of us share together. You can learn more about barbecue and grilling by visiting the website the bbqcentral.com now let's get in the smoke here's your program host greg rempe hey gang welcome to the barbecue central show yeah this is the show that talks about all things important to the world of barbecue and grilling originating from the rock and roll hall of fame city of cleveland ohio right here on the barbecue central radio networks Happy to have you on a Wednesday evening. I'm your program host, Greg Rempe. Thanks for jumping aboard the train that is outdoor live fire cooking action. Let me give you some contact info in case you want to jump in on the show tonight. You can do so one of two ways. You can dial the toll-free number of 877-448-0433. Always happy to have the Central Lights jump in. Give me their take on the world of barbecue and grilling. If it has anything to do with outdoor live fire cooking, I'm a part of it. I'm about it. I want to help promote it. I want to answer your questions. I want to hear your takes. I'll give you my take if you want to hear it. And again, that's 877-448-0433. You can also email the show at any point. Greg at the BBQ Central Show.com. Greg 1G at the BBQ Central Show.com. And those are the two ways that you, the faithful centralites, the listenership of this show here live every Wednesday, at least for the next 13 weeks or so. Then we'll move back Tuesdays. Hopefully that's not too confusing. That's the two ways that you can jump in and take part on the show tonight. Or, as I always say every week, you can lay out and just enjoy the information, the camaraderie, and the entertainment value that the show hopefully provides for you weekend in and weekend out or week in, week out, whatever. Middle of the week in, middle of the week, whatever. Here's what's happening on the show tonight in case you were wondering. By the way, if you if you want to get like this heads up on what's happening Every week, you can sign up for the Barbecue Central Radio Show newsletter. And that website is bbq the numeral four the letter u.com. And then at a slash letter, bbq the numeral four the letter u.com slash letter. And then you get a very generic square box. Put in your name, put in your email address. I think that's pretty much all that's required. I don't even know if you need to put in your name. You just put in an email address where it can get forwarded. Uh, that being the weekly newsletter. You can get the insight as to what will be happening, what's going to be going down every Wednesday from here on out. Wondering, a lot of people wondering what's happening. I'm always on the Facebook, always on the Twitter, kind of trying to do that social media promotion deal. But if you want to get that hands-on type thing, you like the reading of the newsletters, that's the way to do it. bbq-numeral4-letterU.com forward slash letter. Anyway, here's what's happening on the show tonight, coming up in about 12 minutes or so. Going to be joined by a friend of the show, pitmaster of Woodchicks Barbecue, Leanne Whippin. She is a TV darling. She has done a number of TV appearances, so we'll obviously talk a little bit about Barbecue Pitmaster Season 2. She'll be on the show tomorrow. Didn't air last week. I believe the great powers that be over at TLC wanted no part of opening night of the National Football League. So they wisely declined a new episode last Thursday, but they'll be back tomorrow, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TLC. Uh, Leanne Whippin of Woodchicks Barbecue will be in there along with some other teams. Uh, so we'll be talking to her about the TV show, what it's like kind of uh, working with John Marcus. I know she's been at least on three of his four shows. She might have been on all four. Plus, she's done like work on the Today Show and regional TV appearances uh, where she's at in Virginia. And she owns now three barbecue restaurants, two woodchick barbecue venues out there in Virginia, and then she has also just ventured out into a new region of the country, that being the Windy City of Chicago, Illinois, and she's opened up Chicago Q. So we'll talk to her about what it's like getting a foothold into the barbecue business. A lot of people out there 
have really good barbecue in their backyard, and their friends tell them, man, you got to open that restaurant. No better expert than Leanne Whippin about what it's like opening up a restaurant, and more than that, what it takes to succeed and keep a restaurant open. Always important. Anybody can open a restaurant. Keeping it open for longer than a week, yeah, that's a little bit tougher of a trick. So look for Leanne Whippin about quarter past the hour. 35 past, Bob and Don Denner from Boondoggle Barbecue will be joining us. If you know anything about competition barbecue, Boondoggle Barbecue, the current reigning American Royal Open champions, and they will be returning back to the American Royal this year, both in the invitational and the open portion, looking to repeat, obviously, in the open portion. Uh, so we'll talk to Bob and Don. First time jungle, jungle, first time, oh, oh my goodness, first time barbecue central radio show guests. Uh, boys over there at Boondoggle Barbecue, Bob and Don Denner. Also, they're going to be headed down to the Jack Daniels this year, so if time permits, and I know it's the shorter interview segment of the two that I do each and every first hour, we'll ask them about the Jack Daniels as well. Four-segment free for all your chance to win fun and succulent prizes. We have the Frog Mats, the El Capitan Santa Maria-style seasoning, Wood Smoke products from Greenleaf Barbecue, Cosmos Q Injection Packs and Soaks, your choice, and some new rubs and planks from the folks over at Easy Hooks. So look for that during the fourth segment. And then coming up in the second hour, we affectionately call that the After Dark segment. We'll uh, talk with Tom Emery. We've had him on a couple weeks ago talking about how to put on an actual barbecue event. He's a uh, very successful promoter out there in the West Coast. Tom has also been a, well, he will be a participant. How do I phrase this correctly? He participated in Season 2 of Barbecue Pitmasters, but he will be on tomorrow's episode, uh, the 16th of September. So we'll get his take on what it's like to do TV, because I don't know how much TV Tom has actually done production-wise. Um, so that's kind of a good perspective to get. He cooked with Three Eyes Barbecue, which is actually an East Coast-based team that flew out, or maybe they drove out to the West Coast to do this where Tom is actually stationed. So he hooked up with those guys and helped them out during the show. So he's kind of got a unique perspective on how it went down for this particular episode. And this is it for the qualifiers for the show. And then the only other episode left for the season is the actual throwdown itself to see who wins the $100,000 and the 50-foot Kingsford Cup trophy. So that'll be Tom Emery at 10.05 Eastern Standard Time. Plus, we'll sprinkle in your phone calls and your emails as well, 877-448-0433, greg at the com. I've been remiss the last couple of weeks that, uh, you know, I've had these uh, opening burns about certain things in the barbecue and grilling industry, but I wanted to take time to revisit where competition is standing right now. That in terms of standings in the various big three sanctioning bodies. Uh, we'll start with the biggest. That would be the Kansas City Barbecue Society. And we've had some jockeying around here and there over the last number of weeks. QOW has been pretty much number one as they were last year for the better part of probably the last two months, maybe even more. Uh, there's been a lot of rustling underneath Pellet Envy. I believe Parrothead Smokers had number one there for uh, maybe a week or two. Uh, but nevertheless, here's where we're sitting in the top five of KCBS. We have Pellet Envy. Rod Gray has uh, overtaken Mike Wozniak of QOW, who is now in second place. Then you have Parrothead Smokers in third. Butcher Barbecue, Dave Bosca out there with a great product is in number four, and Big Creek Barbecue is rounding out the top five. That's KCBS. Uh, down over there in the uh, southern portion of the world, Florida Barbecue Association Team of the Year standings. Forest Fine Foods still in first. Big Papa's Country Kitchen in second. Barbecue in third. Gitter Smoked in fourth. And uh, Rob Bagby and the boys. Swamp Boys Barbecue rounding out the top five over there. And then we quickly turn over to the Memphis Barbecue Network. Yazoo's Delta Q, Melissa Cookston, uh, first place, probably will get team of the year again. Uh, Red Hot Smokers, second place, Bubba Grills, third, Dixie Q in fourth. And Ten Bones rounds out top five in Memphis Barbecue Network. And that's where the standings are for the big three sanctioning bodies out there in competition barbecue. Again, quick reminder about Yoder's Smoky Mountain Barbecue. You know who they are by now, right? The leading online retailer of Meadow Creek barbecue equipment. Look, the barbecue smokers and grills are handcrafted in the Amish country of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And they help you enjoy easy and profitable barbecues for years to come. And the website that you need to check out is Series BBQs. It's plural, Series BBQs with a BBQS.com. Check out that chicken cooker that they have there. They do a great video of it. You can fit like 500 billion half chickens. You can just flip them all with this, these handles. It just flips right over like it's on a 
little turntable thing. It's fabulous. Check it out. SeriousBBQs.com. We'll come back with Leanne Whippin. It's Rempy and you right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Barbecue fans travel from all over the country and the world to learn the secrets of real pit barbecue from Grand Champion Pitmaster Conrad Haskins. Now take your skills to the next level with a Barbecue Institute Pitmaster class. You'll learn how to make sauces, rubs, and smoke mouth-watering barbecue every time you cook. Your new skills will impress friends and family. Internet forums, blogs, and Facebook are full of success stories from our graduates. Upcoming classes locations include Rock City Rib Fest, Rochester, New York, Lexington, Massachusetts, Lang Factory Test Kitchen in Georgia, Fort Worth, Texas, Fredericksburg, Texas, Houston, Texas, Monroe, Washington, and Kennewick, Washington. For more information, class dates, and contests we'll be competing in, visit www.bbqclass.com. That's bbqclass.com. Central Lights. You having marriage troubles? Your kids unruly and don't listen? Then you need the Ribolator because great barbecue will always bring the family together. And the Ribolator always cooks great award-winning barbecue. You can try it free for 30 days. And if your family life doesn't improve, just send it back. Ribolator even pays return shipping. But you need to take that first step. Visit ribolator.com to get started or call 206-999-0962. Don't you deserve a happy barbecue family? Broadcasting live from the Barbecue Central Radio Network studios in Cleveland, Ohio. You're listening to the Barbecue Central Radio Show. Once again, here's your host, Greg Rempe. Welcome back. About 14 past the hour. This portion of the show brought to you by the Ribolator Gang. The Ribolator is literally flying off the shelves right now. If you want to get one and get away from the restrictions of traditional rotisserie cooking on your grill, only be limited by your imagination. You need to check out the Ribolator. It's for you. But you're going to have to go to the website first to see how it looks and see how it operates. A four-tray Ferris wheel of wonderment. Ribolator.com is the email address. Then you can inf- or then you can email the uh, owner of Ribolator. Info at Ribolator.com to see how you can get your hands on one. Don't miss out. Ribolator.com. Special mention, Brian Knox listening live tonight. KnoxSpice.com. Check that out. Great stuff there. Also, Brian Dodd, DEA Special Agent Extraordinaire. Him and his wife just had a baby. Sophie Dodd, new essentially. Welcome, Sophie, to the world of outdoor live fire grilling. All right. Joining me now is one of the most well-known female pitmasters out there. She's a successful restaurant owner, actually expanding into a new state and city, which we'll get into here in just a bit. She's also been on a number of TV shows and still gets out on the competition trail every once in a while to make sure she's showing everybody who's boss. It's pitmaster of Woodchicks Barbecue as we race to the hotline. More importantly than all that, a friend of the show, Leanne Whippin, joining us. Leanne, how are you tonight? I'm great. How are you? It's a pleasure to be back. Oh, well, I uh, certainly appreciate you taking time out to come back on the show, Leanne. Everything is great here in Cleveland. Are, are you uh, Virginia-bound right now, or are you in uh, Illinois? Actually, I am in Chicago right now. We just opened uh, Chicago Q last Saturday, and uh, so I've got to be here 24-7. Uh, this is my fourth restaurant opening, so it, it demands time and attention. Yeah, and certainly you have a lot of experience, and we'll get to the restaurant here in just a few minutes. But if you don't mind, obviously, Barbecue Pitmasters to uh, the next episode, number five of six, will be airing tomorrow night, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TLC. And you've been on a number of TV shows. I know you've done, is it three, or have you done all four of John Marcus's shows? Um, actually, I did the Kingsford um, series out in Reno, and then the two TLC shows. And also the throwdown on the Food Network. And I also did another show for Food Network that followed us out at the Royal that was actually prior to the throwdown. So a handful. Yeah, so you're definitely used to being in front of the camera. Now, uh, out of John's shows, you have season two of Barbecue Pitmasters, which I said you'll be on uh, the episode tomorrow. How did you like this go around? Of course, not giving any secrets away of how the show actually went down, winners and losers, but just as an overall evaluation of this time around, how do you think it went? Well, I, I believe that it was a totally, you know, it's obviously a totally different format, but it might be more 
um, watch than the original format as far as the American public versus, you know, just competitors. Uh, I thought the first series appealed to competitors where they might learn something from the show, um, you know, in competition and really kind of see behind the scenes, whereas this one is more of, I, I guess you might say, game show top chef type format, which might be more watched by someone who's not really in competitive barbecue. So I can understand where TLC is coming from uh, in changing the format to increase viewership. Are you personally a little disappointed that John got away and TLC got away from season one of Pitmasters format? Um, yes, I guess just because, well, we came, you know, we became somewhat of a family and I really felt that the show was going places in the original format and that it needed a second season to, um, really increase the viewership and, you know, be recognized, uh, to, to immediately change after the first year was, um, a little bit difficult, but I can understand, you know, the way TV works and what they, what they're trying to do. Leanne Whippen joining us here on the show. Julianne, it seemed like a lot of the initial outrage from folks at first, uh, that being from season one to two, is it seemed, and it's kind of mellowed out a little bit, I guess, over the last uh, couple weeks, but do you think the show in some way kind of, I hate to use the word tricked, but maybe misled the viewers in how it was going to be this season versus last year? Yes, and it, it actually was difficult as, you know, as us as competitors because, you know, a pitmaster show, in my opinion, should be uh, about knowing how to cook your meat over a pit. And to have these miscellaneous categories be your demise, you know, say first round before even getting to the main meat category, I didn't agree with that. And also, if you did well in the meat category, you could be pushed out of it by a vegetable, say. And, you know, if they're going to call it pitmasters, I really believe it should be more about, you know, about the meat and how, how it's you know, obviously smoked and what have you. So I'm not sure that I care for that angle that people would be rolled out before they got to the main dish. So if you were brought into a, uh, um, like a, a focus group meeting as someone watching the show, someone who's actually competed in it in a number of different ways, what would be your suggestions? You know, what's good? What would you like to keep? And then what would you like to get rid of and, and revamp? I don't really mind the fact that it's a game show format as long as, um, you know, we're cooking items that lend itself to, quote, pitmasters, not to top chefs. Um, you know, where pitmasters might not be culinary trained, and it seemed as if they were favoring the culinary trained in, in the show. So I don't think that should be the focus. Um, you know, and that I would like to see change. Some of the people that I've interviewed here over the last couple of weeks made a very upfront point about the fact that they didn't like that the food was being judged right in front of them. They would have liked to have seen it maybe like at the end of season one of Barbecue Pitmasters where maybe the judges were taped or they had a camera on them, but they didn't have the competitors right in front of them, so it was actually done blind. Would you have? Would you like to see that? Well, I've always been, you know, in favor of KCBS and blind judging because I, you know, believe in being judged for the product, not the dog and pony show. That's nothing against, you know, Memphis judging because that's fun too for what it is. But you have to also look at the fact that people are watching from their homes and they're going to be more, uh, they're, they're going to want to watch it more if, if they're watching your reaction to what the judges are doing right then and there. So it creates a little bit more edge and excitement. Uh, so from a TV standpoint, I don't think they're wrong with going with that. But from a personal standpoint, I, I, I prefer, you know, the blind judging and not being judged in front of the judge, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, Leanne Whippen of Woodchicks Barbecue, Chicago Q Restaurant as well, joining us here on the show. Uh, Leanne, some of the buzz or the, the pre-airing of the first show this season was about the host, Kevin Roberts. He got a lot of heat prior to that first run because of his uh, Memorial Day today's show appearance you've been around a lot of tv personalities kevin a good choice for the show in your opinion um i actually think that once i was there in front of him that he was very dynamic and he seemed sincere um and honest about the show i think it would have been nicer to maybe have somebody who was more educated in barbecue because when i saw the clip of the original Thing that he did, you know, to be squeezing yellow mustard in your mouth, you know, and, and talk about cooking ribs in a short amount of time is not really, you know, 
barbecue or smoking in my eyes. So um, it kind of started off the whole series, I think, on the wrong foot, whereas the people that are in the know probably would have preferred someone more educated and more experienced in barbecue. Who would you put as host on the show? I'll put you on the spot. Who would you like to see doing it? Um, I love Ray Lampy. He would have been kind of fun. <laughs> um, gosh, I don't know. I, I'd have to think about it a little bit, but that was the first person that kind of popped up. You know, he's well-versed, and I, I think he's a good, you know, show as far as a TV person. Um, I don't know, maybe even Chris Lilly. He might have been okay, too. Um, I'd really have to think further about it. All right, so in the end of this portion of the interview, do you think Pitmasters will be back for a third run? Um, you know, I honestly haven't heard what the exact ratings are, and that's going to determine whether it comes back or not. They have not been doing half the amount of advertising that they have before, and I'm not feeling the buzz uh, from the public as much as I did last year. Mm. So I, I would have to say I would guess no, it would not be back. All right, so well, that's a no for Leanne Whip, and I'll make that. Uh, down in the predictions category. Believe me, I would love to see it come back. <laughs> oh, of course. Um, in any format, because anything for you know that helps barbecue, you know, and increase prize money, I'm all for it. But uh, <laughs> an educated guess is no. All right, so uh, let's transition out of the TV side. We'll get into the restaurant here for the remainder of the interview. And let's be honest here, Leanne, you've seen a lot of success with your restaurants uh, in Virginia. Undoubtedly, a lot of work is put in on your part as well as your whole staff. Growing from, you know, one to two to three in your own state is a challenge in itself. But to go out of your region and into one of the biggest cities in the country is certainly another risk altogether. How did the Chicago Q restaurant actually come about? Um, it came about in a couple different levels. The um, owner of the property uh, envisioned a barbecue restaurant for the property, and he actually um, did a lot of research and Obviously, because of the years that I've been in competitive barbecue, along with the amount of restaurant experience and also the atmosphere and the level of barbecue that he was bringing to this particular restaurant, he felt that I would be a good fit. Um, and so we partnered together, and I, I had a great belief that this, this product would work. It's an elevated product, and it's in the Gold Coast uh, section of sh Chicago, which um, even though it has a very neighborhood atmosphere, um, it is elevated, and therefore, uh, some of the things that I brought to the table uh, obviously were things that you just don't normally see in barbecue, and I felt it would be a good fit, and it was a great opportunity. Also, my restaurant, you know, it, it's been around long enough in Virginia that I have a pretty good um, customer base as well as management that has been with me a long time, and also my mom is there. So, um, the timing was right. Had this come about two years ago, I would have said no, but... Uh, this, I felt, was something I couldn't turn down. Is this a menu similar to what you have in Virginia, or is it just completely revamped altogether? Um, as, as far as the main core items, of course, having chicken, uh, beef brisket, um, you know, ribs and the pulled pork, the standard is there, but we've taken it up a notch. The Kobe, we're serving strictly Kobe beef, uh, which you don't hear of in a barbecue restaurant. And also... You know, we're doing the pork bellies that we are uh, brining and drying for 24 hours and smoking those on site. That's not uh, in Chesapeake. We're also um, doing the whole pork shoulder uh, presentation, slicing the money muscle and pulling and chopping, you know, the whole pork butt table side. And we're eventually trying to get into carving uh, table side beef brisket. The atmosphere, though, it is very elevated, you know, with black leather and uh, white linen fixtures and pine floors. It, it's, you know, it's a $2 million build-out, and it's absolutely beautiful, but it isn't to the extreme where you can't pick up a rib and eat it with your hands. But it does um, pair well, I believe, with the menu and the price point that we need to be at. Um, you know, obviously, with the high-quality meats, it, it can't be inexpensive. So it really is uh, core-wise the same as my other restaurant, but in an elevated manner. This is Leanne Whippen. She's the pitmaster of Woodshake's Barbecue. Also, if you're wondering, the uh, website for the Chicago restaurant is Chicago and then the letter Q, restaurant.com, if you want to check that out. A quick question about the Kobe beef, uh, Leanne. Is it, uh, mm -hmm. are, are you flying it in from Japan, or is this the actual like uh, Wagyu version? 
And no, we have the Wagyu Vision, and we've got a couple different vendors. We haven't solidified the one that we're going with 100%. Um, obviously, it's a smaller production company, and we are, you know, we have 54 seats. We seat over 250 people, and Kobe is a strong item on our menu. We've already seen that in the past week. So the demand is high, and we really need to be able to get our hands on the product and we're having issues, you know, trying to meet that demand. The other thing that we're offering on the menu, which I have never seen in a barbecue restaurant, are competition ribs. We're doing baby backs and spares, our house ribs, but then we have an elevated competition rib where I'm taking, obviously, what I've learned on the circuit and, um, you know, added the labor and extra ingredients to create um, a rib that is so hard to find in a restaurant. Um, you know, and we're taking a big risk with that because it's not something you can hold well. Obviously, you know, there's a fine line whether they, mm-hmm. you know, start falling off the bone or what have you. So that's something different we're doing as well. So now that you've been open like almost a week, I guess, what's the feedback from the Chicago folks been like? Um, well, as far as Yelp, which is a vocal, um, you know, as far as people going to restaurants, a lot of people check that out. Uh, we have almost consistently in every rating gotten, got five stars, which is unusual for that site. So the feedback has been extremely positive. Uh, you know, of course, you're, you're bound to get negatives. I think we got one four-star, and it's because we didn't have a vegetarian burger. But even our, uh, we, even our hamburgers, Kobe, we're using 20% ground Kobe and 80% ground sirloin. And then we're putting either, you know, the smoked pork or brisket on that, the house bacon, smoked Buddha, coleslaw. And mm. it's, you know, it's on an elevated roll. And it's, you know, everything we're trying to do absolutely the best. Uh, we're smoking the tomatoes for our salads. So, um, you know, we're just trying to make it, more elevated to go with the decor and the area that it's in. It sounds fantastic. I can't wait to get out there and uh, give my own uh, five-star rating to it again. <laughs> I would love to have you. <laughs> We've been really fortunate. We did not uh, let anyone know that we were opening. We kept it kind of under the hat, you might say. And our first Saturday, last Saturday, we had 200 uh, reservations on open table and ended wow. up doing over 300 covers. So, um the word is out there in a very short amount of time, and I hope it continues. No doubt about it. Again, this is Leanne Whippin. She's Pitmaster Woodchicks Barbecue. And, uh, again, she's got the namesake restaurants out there in Virginia. And then, of course, the newly opened Chicago Q Restaurant. And you can find that Chicago, the letter Q Restaurant.com, right in the Gold Coast District there. Uh, Leanne, always appreciate the time that you make for the show. Continued success with the restaurants. And uh, thanks for coming Thank on today. Thank you. All right, Leanne, take care. Thank Here you for is. the invite. You got take it. Take care. Leanne Whitten. Look, uh, <clears throat> I'm not saying that she doesn't appreciate being on the show, but when I ask you who do you think should be host, it's me. You say me. I'm the freaking host. Leanne, is this thing on? Who should be the host for the show? Me. All right, I'll let it slide this time. Otherwise, we're going to have words in the alley next time. All right, we're going to break real quick. We're going to come back with Boondoggle Barbecue. Bob and Don Denner talk about the American Royal. Talk about the Jack Daniels. That was Leanne Whippin. ChicagoQRestaurant.com is her rest, uh, is her website. So check it out. It's Rampy and you right here on the Barbecue Central Show. The future of barbecue is already here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. From the amazing guru that monitors and controls the temperatures of any charcoal, wood, or electric pit to the Caldera Tallboy Knockdown Smoker. Yes, it breaks down and stores flat, yet it's still a robust, sturdy, portable cooker and smokehouse. It also serves as an efficient temperature-controlled convection oven using wood or charcoal. The Tallboy is designed to fit all catering pans and can be used as a warming oven. You can cook in any style you choose, like ribs, chicken, jerky, vegetables, smoked cheese, whatever you want. Take it to KCBS Competitions and unload it from the truck of your car. The BarbecueGuru.com is where you'll find the Caldera 3-Bay Caterer. It's stainless steel and uses charcoal or sterno for chafing purposes. And it doubles as a 3-Bay sink or wash station with hot water and knocks down in seconds with no tools required for transportation and storage. The future of barbecue is here at TheBarbecueGuru.com. That's www.thebbqguru.com. Or call 1-800-288-GURU. (laughs) 
Get in the smoke. Call 877-448-0433 to get on the air. Now, here's your host, Greg Rampey. Welcome back. 34 past the hour. This portion of the show brought to you by the good folks over at the Barbecue Guru, makers of automatic pit temperature control devices, not to mention a host of other products that make your barbecue and grilling life easier. Two ways to find them. Dial them toll-free on your phone, 800-288-GURU, or look them up on the interwebs. The BBQGuru.com. Good folks over at the Barbecue Guru. All right. American Royals coming up here in the next couple weeks. Jack Daniels, uh, two weeks or so after that. So why not join two experts that know a lot about winning the American Royal Open? We race over to the hotline. Welcome in for the first time, pitmasters of Boondoggle Barbecue, Bob and Don Denner, joining us right here on the show. Gentlemen, thanks for taking the time out to join me tonight. So uh, first, let's go ahead and start with Bob. Uh, always interested in learning, especially brothers, since I'm a, a twin brother myself. I don't know if you guys are twins, but uh, what always wonder how you guys as siblings get into this whole barbecue thing and, and decide to go compete. You know, that's a good question. Um, I'm the younger brother. Don's four years older than me, and uh, our first season was 2007. Um, we did five that year, but how did we get into it? I think we were just sitting around at Christmas time going, hey, you know, let's start doing this competitively because we were, I think we were smoking a Christmas ham for everybody and, you know, people, the family had liked it before. So, Don, were you guys into barbecue just in the backyard uh, because of where you're at or did you see it somewhere and, and decided that it's something you want to get into? Oh, absolutely. I live up here in Iowa, but my family's from Kansas City and we were always around barbecue and I started with the ECB that I picked up at a garage sale, moved up to the old, uh, what do you call it, uh, Brinkman Smoking Pit, and uh, was always cooking in my driveway and always attracted the neighbors, and we just would sit around and practice, and it caught my attention, and I did a local contest here with a uh, another friend of mine from college, and he now cooks with his brother on their own team, and we just decided to branch out and, and jump in and see what we could do. And so, Don, how many competitions would you say that you and your brother are doing right now uh, after you, you know, I mean, you've been doing it for three years. Uh, so after the first year is out of the way, did you decide this is something you wanted to do 20 times out of the year or less than that or more than that? Oh, did you say Don? Yeah, Don. Yeah. Um, no, I, I can't do that. I've got children that are 11 and 9. Um, involved in all kinds of activities. We try and do maybe one every three to four weeks. I think our first year, like Bob said, we did five, and then I think we did nine the next year. This year was a big year for us because we wanted to get six. We wanted to get uh, plenty of practice in before the jack. So we'll have ten, ten opens and three invitationals by the end of the year. All right, so Bob, go ahead. Oh, that, that's as many as we plan to do. Um, too many other family activities going on at this point. So if I can take you back to probably a, a very cool time of 2009, that would be the almost a year ago, American Royal Open, and Boondoggle Barbecue takes overall grand champion. So, Bob, can you kind of recount what that whole weekend was like? I mean, it's really one of the most wide-open events that you can get you 500-plus teams a lot of people consider it like one of the biggest crapshoots ever when it comes to competition barbecue. But kind of explain in your own words, Bob, what it was like and when you got that call for overall grand championship. Well, I can pretty much describe the entire weekend to you <laughs> until they got to the top five overall because I don't remember anything after that. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, somebody uploaded a video to YouTube. Um, honestly, going into the weekend, you know, it, we would have been – happy with a call. You know, our goal was to turn in four good entries and, you know, in just hopes you were, we were able to get a call because, um, you know, we've cooked it before and, you know, out of 500 teams, like you say, it's, I don't know if I'd agree with saying the word crapshoot, but it's difficult. You have to be fortunate, but you also have to turn in good food. Um, otherwise, you know, you don't stand a chance. Um, in 2008, we got fifth in pork. So, like I say, our goal was we, we just wanted to get up there and, you know, enjoy that walk up there again. That is just, it's just fun. Um, and I know our second walk last year, we got seventh in chicken. And then on third in ribs, we were beside Chad Curtin of, um, of Boy's Barbecue. He got fourth. 
and we were up there laughing because we're good friends with them, um, being as we do a lot of competitions up in Iowa, and we were just kind of laughing and joking up there. And I remember, uh, you know, we were, the comment was kind of, wow, this squirrel found a big nut, you know, and we were <laughs> laughing at it. And if I, you know, if I only would have known, we were going to get called the stage another time. So what was that like, uh, Don, when you get that last call for overall grand champion? Is it just immediately unfathomable and surreal? Or were you like, you know what, man, this kind of validates a pretty hard-ass weekend? Um, a little bit of both. It, it's pretty unbelievable when it happens. Um, at that point, we had been in positions to win contests before, but we had always managed to screw up one category bad enough that it, it held us back. And you always have that, you know, that feeling in the pit of your stomach. How bad did my brisket do? How bad did our pork do? Did that knock us all the way out of the top 20? It's still up in the air at that point. And when they call their names, I mean, it's just, it was nuts. People were going crazy. And um, it's still, you know, it, it's difficult. You got to re- just keep telling yourself to breathe. Um uh, you get caught up in the moment, but what I, I can't say it was completely. Um, we knew going in to turn-ins or after turn-ins. Um, customarily, Bob and I, after our last turn-in, we'll sit down, we'll grab a cold one, we'll sit down, and we'll analyze everything. You know, pros and cons, what we liked and what we didn't like about our turn-ins, about our entries. This was different. Um, we both were real quiet. And we went about our way just packing stuff up. We both knew that we had turned in four solid entries. And it worked out. I've, I've kind of crunched the numbers because I've heard people say, you know, that's your first win. Uh, it's only your 20th contest. Um, you know, is it a fluke? I've crunched the numbers. Actually, what I did is I threw out our top score out of the, top, out of the six scores. I threw out the top one. And I included the sixth score that normally gets thrown away. We still finished 48th in the contest. Wow. And that's two spots behind a two-time Jack Daniels champion, one spot ahead of a three-time Memphis and May champion. So, Bob, so. Does, does it make it extra special to be able to share... I mean, this is really one of the biggest competitions during the course uh, of a calendar year. Does it make it extra special to be able to share with your brother? Oh, I, I, I've got to say absolutely. I've, ne- I've never really won anything with anybody else, but yeah, I mean, we just, you know, sometimes words don't need to be to be said, and you just know each other are thinking, and of course, we were on cloud nine, and, you know, honestly, I don't, there's a lot of that portion of the day um, going into the overalls, you know, that I don't remember, because... You know, after we get our two calls and about halfway through brisket, we kind of realized, hey, you know, there's been a lot of different teams getting calls, and the only two teams that we we thought of that had two calls that day were uh, I with Smokey D's and Jerry King. So, and we're sitting here thinking, wow, you know, okay, we we got a legitimate shot at a top twenty because pork is is generally a great category for us, and we're like, okay, we didn't get a call and historically probably one of our our best category you know that probably didn't kill us it's like okay let's just see what happens and then i i don't remember from when they when they from top five down i just don't remember that at all it was that awesome yeah (laughs) yeah it really was because i mean i'm just sitting there going did we bomb or did we do great did we bomb or did we do great i mean that's my whole the whole thing that's you know i just don't remember anything of it there you go. This is Bob and Don Denner, pitmasters of Boondoggle Barbecue, and they're going to be going back in uh, just a, a couple weeks for the American Royal Invitational and then uh, to potentially repeat in the Open. Don, give me the odds of you guys repeating for the Open Championship. How many stars are in the sky? It's, it's, uh, <laughs> one, in, it's, it's one in 500, but realistically... Um, you know, I, I could never expect to win that again. There's no way. I mean, we were fortunate. Everything clicked that day for us. Um, you know, we've since come on in one other contest, but I mean, just that day and that period of time, everything clicked. Um, so, you know, there's no chance that we'll win it again, but if we do, Hey, you know, lightning might strike twice.
All right, Bob, so a couple weeks after the American Royal takes place, obviously what uh, many consider to be the granddaddy of them all during the course of a calendar year, that being the Jack Daniels World Championship Barbecue Cook-Off, Boondoggle Barbecue is already secured a spot in there for this year. So as you look, I mean, you hate to look past the American Royal, but as you look towards the Jack, it's not a KCBS-sanctioned event. There are some things that you would not normally have to cook at a traditional KCBS contest that you'll have to cook down there. What's the overall feeling about you know getting the chance to be down there and be part of the whole mystique and the uh, mystery of the Jack? And what are you looking forward to doing while you're getting down there? Oh, we're excited. We actually, since we are, we had the auto last year, after, you know, from the Royal, we already knew we were going to be competing this year in 2010. So that gave us the opportunity to go head down there last year and just experience all the fun and take everything in. Um, we both helped some other teams out and just had a ball. Um, and you know, what am I looking, I'm, I'm obviously looking forward to cook against, you know, the best, um, you know, I kind of look at the American Royal as the U S open where anybody who shows up gets to play and, you know, we all get to show our, how we do there. And I look at the, the Jack as the masters where, you know, it's the best of the best. And, you know, obviously you want, you want to do well there too. And I, I'm, we're both just, we're excited about it. You know, we've got all of our reservations and making our plans, et cetera. And, I can't wait. What about you, Don? Are you completely amped up to get down to the Lynchburg, Tennessee, Jack Daniels cook-off? Oh, absolutely. Um, you know, I got to take one thing at a time. Got to get myself, get ready for the Royal. Um, take that, you know, take that in stride and, and then get down there. And, you know, we try and set goals for ourselves. Um, I couldn't quote you exactly how many teams are qualified for the Jack, but we'd like to finish top half, maybe get a couple calls. I think that would, you know, we'd feel pretty successful if that would happen. Do you guys have a website that you'd like to give out for extra promotion? Yeah, we do have a website, but I'll be honest with you, it doesn't get updated very often. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, ever since Facebook came about, it's been easier to... uh, update their page so if anybody's on facebook you can just type in boondoggle barbecue and they'll find us um our regular website address is boondogglebarbecue.com um so it's pretty pretty easy url there too no doubt about it i guess i'm sorry i said yeah that's a that's an easy one to remember yeah this is bob denner and don denner pitmasters of boondoggle barbecue Again, they're going to be taking part in American Royal Invitational and in the American Royal Open. It's got to be a tremendously long weekend, and then a couple weeks after that, going to be headed down to the Jack Daniels. Uh, Bob and Don, I certainly appreciate you taking time out tonight. I know it was last minute to get this thing uh, jammed up and uh, going, uh, but I certainly appreciate taking time out to kind of relive what happened last year, and I obviously wish you the best success uh, for the upcoming competitions. And, you know, of course, if you win uh, both all three or whatever the case may be, uh, I get first interview with the winners. <laughs> if you you got to come down to the Royal and hang out with us for a little bit first. Yeah, you, you might have to be up there on stage. <laughs> hey, you know, stranger things have happened, guys, no doubt about it. So, uh, again, All look right. for those guys there on the Facebook page. Uh, just type in Boondoggle BBQ, and you'll find them again, Bob Denner and Don Denner. Thanks for coming out tonight. I appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, no problem. All right, Greg. guys. Hey, Take care. Great. Bob and Don Denner from Boondoggle Barbecue. Uh, BoondoggleBBQ.com is the website. But look, I mean, who doesn't use Facebook anymore? Everybody uses Facebook, so check them out. It does. That's how I kind of found them originally. Uh, I put a, a note out on Facebook, and then I put a note out on the Barbecue Brethren Forum because I know they hang out over there. Great guys, brothers, four years apart taking names in the barbecue industry. How good is Iowa right now? Churning out some of the best teams in competition barbecue. Iowa. Where the hell is Iowa? Well, watch out because they'll sneak up and kick your ass for you if you don't. All right, that was Bob and Don Denner, Boondoggle BBQ. We'll come back with a four-segment free-for-all, your chance to win free stuff. So call in toll-free at 877-448-0433. It's ramping you right here on the Barbecue Central Show.
forget going from site to site to get all of your barbecue and grilling supplies and make your first and final stop at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com. In the market for a new barbecue pit, we have all the big name brands like Big Green Egg and more. As a matter of fact, Fred's is staffed by eggheads and carries all the parts and accessories for the Big Green Egg. More of a pellet head, you say? Fred's is the pellet grill superstore with grills in stock from Traeger, Green Mountain, and country smokers from Louisiana Grills. Fred's also carries smokers from Cook Shack, Bradley, and Weber, as well as a full line of charcoal grills. And once you're outfitted with your new smoker or grill, you'll find absolutely everything you need to make your barbecue or grilling experience a success. Fred is also the creator and distributor of Tasty Licks barbecue products, including their great line of rubs, spices, and sauces. You gotta try them. And you can also get your hands on a full lineup of marinades, accessories, lump charcoal, wood chips, pellets, chunks, and even the great grilling tools from Stephen Reichlin of Barbecue U fame. Check out Fred on the web at fredsmusicandbarbecue.com or check out their fully stocked showroom in beautiful Shillington, PA. Introducing Cosmos Q. Cosmos Q injections and marinades use only the finest ingredients, and they mix easily, never clotting or caking. From our beef injection to our pork injection, you're guaranteed to wow your friends, family, and judges. And don't forget to check out our Cosmos Chicken Soak for that moist and tender chicken you're gonna love. And don't forget about Cosmo's new pork soak and rubs. <laughs> you can find us at CosmosQ.com and select retailers across the nation. For quality injections, marinades, and rubs, it's Cosmos Q. Big name interviews, advice on cooking brisket and ribs, and the only host willing to share his honest opinion on all things important in the world of barbecue, it's the Barbecue Central Show. Welcome back. About seven minutes till 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. This portion of the show brought to you by D-Dogs Barbecue. Now offering free shipping on all orders. Just go to ddogsbbq.com. They also have two new products to choose from. Texas-style barbecue sauce and a jalapeno rib glaze. Did I mention the free shipping? That's right, it's free, so buy extra. You don't have to pay for the extra shipping. You'll be glad you did. Ddogsbbq.com, as we all know. D-Dogs Barbecue Rub is better than ketchup, baby. 877-448-0433 if you'd like to play the four-segment free-for-all for your chance to win fun and succulent prizes. So here we go. Hi, everybody. Harry Carroll here. You know, I was worried. I had a previous engagement that I had settled out for Wednesdays for like the next 45 weeks. Luckily, I was able to get out of it. There was a loophole. People trying to get educations and further their uh, employment abilities seem to have a cramp in my style. But look, he's resurrected my career. When was the last time you heard of me before this show? Never. Thank goodness for barbecue. Barbecue is helping people in many different ways, my friends. People on the competition circuit are out there getting famous and on television. And Hall of Fame broadcaster for the Chicago Cubs have found a new life. No pun intended, of course. Okay, so if you want to play the game tonight, here's what you have to do. Just call in. 877-448-0433. Evidently, that's a toll-free number, so you don't have to spend your own money. Do people even make toll calls anymore? Do you have to pay for long distance anymore? Isn't that all free with cell phones and other various landline capabilities? I don't know. In my day, we had to pay for long distance. Hell, we had to pay for regular local calling. If I wanted to call the movie theater and see what was playing at the five and nine, it would cost me like five cents. That was like $100 back then. But I digress. Okay. 877-448-0433. And let me explain the game to you. It's called the four-segment free-for-all. All you have to do is answer three questions. They vary, of course. You can answer barbecue questions or not barbecue questions. It's been my experience as host of this show that because it's a barbecue-related show, not necessarily this segment, that people like the barbecue questions. But we also have non-barbecue questions. 
stuff that would cater to uh, those that are looking to get into the social media and what's happening out there. Stuff like that. And anyway, I'll ask you a question, and then you have three seconds. Sorry, five seconds to answer the question. And if you answer all three right, you get a fun and succulent prize. Doesn't get any better than that. Well, it probably gets a lot better than that. Nevertheless, we go to the phone, area code 208. This is Harry Carey. Who's this? This is Jay from Lent Brisket Barbecue in Post Colorado. Hey, Jay, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. Are you limping with the brisket? That's right. I know no. I am. All right, Jay, <laughs> let's go ahead and play the game. Would you like barbecue questions or not barbecue questions? Let's do barbecue questions. All right, Jay, here we go. First question. I just had the good folks over at Boondoggle Barbecue on. Can you name the contest that they won last year that made them world famous? They won the... Ah, oh, boy. I want to say it was the American Royal. That's right. They won the American Royal. Jay, you're one for one. Question number two. Jay, what's the best-selling charcoal on the face of the earth? That would be Kingsford. That's right. Kingsford charcoal it is. Okay, Jay, you have one more question to answer correctly. If you do, you win a prize. Jay, are you excited? Oh, I am very excited. I know I am. Okay, Jay, question number three. Name the executive producer of Barbecue Pitmasters. John Marcus. That's right. Jay, not only do you sound handsome, but you're obviously very smart. So here's what we can do. We can pick a prize now. You can pick frog mats, El Capitan's. A Santa Maria-style barbecue seasoning. We have some Cosmos Q stuff available. Wine-infused Oakwood products. What would you like? I think I'd like to try the Cosmos. Now, would you like a beef or pork injection? Or would you like the chicken or pork soak? How about the beef injection? Beef injection it is, Jay. That's going to be yours. All you need to do is uh, email me your shipping info, and that would be winner at thebbqcentralshow.com. Got it. All right, Jay, thanks for calling in tonight. Thanks for letting me play. Beat it. All right, that's it for me. I got to go. Yeah. How great was that? Awesome. What am I doing? And everything is stopped. Good. Uh, let me thank my guests tonight. For the first hour, because we're going to be joined by Tom Emery here in just a few moments. I had Leanne Whippin on from Wood Chicks Barbecue. She's opening a new restaurant. She's just opened a new restaurant in Chicago. Chicago Q Restaurant. That's Q the letter. ChicagoQRestaurant.com. If you're going to be in Chicago, check it out. Kobe Beef Brisket. I could have took her to task on the Kobe Beef, but nevertheless... Also, we had Bob and Don Denner from Boondoggle Barbecue talking about the American Royal Open from last year. Also, their thoughts on winning again this year, plus Jack Daniels. Very good stuff. Look for them on Facebook, Boondoggle, B-O-O-N-D-O-G-G-L-E. I'll freestyle on that ass. I will. All right, we're going to break, do news. We'll come back for the second hour, the After Dark segment as we know it. And we'll talk to Tom Emery about Barbecue Pitmasters TV show. He's also making a run for the Kansas City Barbecue Society's Board of Directors. Well known to be a hellacious mess out there. So we'll see what he has involved for that. It's Rampy and you right here on the Barbecue Central Show. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.